Don't be afraid to learn. Don't be afraid to take your time. In the medical space, things go slow. It's okay that you go slow. I mean, I did some roles that were, you know, they weren't that shiny, but, but I learned so much. And go forward slowly. And, and be ready for that complexity because, you know, it won't be quick rewards. It won't be fast. No, it will be rigorous. It will be hard. But in the end, the satisfaction will be amazing. So be ready for that. Welcome to 20-Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. 20-Minute Leaders is a proud supporter of Make-A-Wish Israel and Tech2Peace and is in proud collaboration with Secret Chord Ventures, J-Ventures, Riverside FM, Fusion VC, Birthright Excel, J-Impact, Leap, Google for Startups, and Hippo, and in media partnership with C-Tech. Thank you very, very much for joining me. Uh, Roy, uh, we're going to have such a fascinating conversation, and I'm, I'm genuinely excited to understand a little bit better about the intersection of technology and medicine. Um, you know, you're you know, with a computer science background and an MBA. Today, you're with Intuitive Robotics, uh, head of Israel R&D Center, Intuitive Surgical. So apologies. And, um, and, and really, this, this combination of technology, innovation, and, and robotics, and, uh, and, and medical, I think it's just such an interesting, it's such an interesting inflection point, especially around the world of how do you actually get things to production? You know, a lot of times, you know, we say, Uh, you know, worst case, we, we you know move fast and break things, and we'll we'll deploy to production with bugs. Here, it's it's a little bit of a different world, especially when we're talking about FDA approvals and actual people people's health at stake. Right. And so, you know, Roy, uh, thank you again for joining me here. Even before we dive into all of that, I want to take you back to a uh, junior high school, talking a little bit about <laughs> drama. That's that's where it all started. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, junior high school, you know. Would, would have thought then that I would go to computer science. I mean, I, <clears throat> I was, I'm the first, um, you know, I, I finished uh, drama in, in the art school in Tel Aviv. It's quite a famous school, and I was uh, kind of, you know, the first class that finished. Um, really, it was very exciting. It was fun. Um, but then I found out, you know, it's a hobby. It's nice. I like doing it, but uh, I'd rather go and study physics Um, or something that I started getting more interested in. Um, but, but the drama stick, I mean, I can continue to do, to use it. I think almost in my everyday, it helps in work. It helps when you put up a show on a company day yeah. out. Um, and, and it, and it, uh, you know, and I think it's anything that you do, uh, helps you on your I, path I, forward. I love that. Uh, the the reason uh, the reason I, I'm bringing this out is right at the beginning is because I'm a drama a kid as well that was my passion growing up and so uh, uh, that that's I, I resonate a lot with what with what you're saying in the, the introduction to technology for you and um, the introduction to technology for you with and then the intersection of medical tell me how, how did that progress into that? Yeah, so I, you know, my career was not kind of a textbook career, go to university, get a degree, 
get a junior job, become a developer, let's go and step in step. No, didn't start out like that. Um, you know, I, I finished the army, had to provide myself, went to work, actually worked middle works and construction and did that for a few years um, and, and really tried but, but was really pulled towards computer science and things that I studied in high school and really looked for, for that first chance as, as everyone did and I got the chance that it was a medical device company um, famous one called Medino an Israeli success story and, um, and that, that was my, my step into the industry um, and that was also my school um, but but I never left the medical space since then. I just, you know, it became a part of me. That's whole of my career um, going forward. Um, and and you know, with that ups and downs, I needed to to take the opportunity when I got it. I did a lot of different things. Not always software development from the start, um, but but eventually I got the chance and and I built a software development team and group there. And uh, from there it went on. Let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, the, the intersection of technology and medical devices or, or medicine in general. Um, what, what, what are the really the, 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 the core complexities and core opportunities? And I'll let you decide to start with whichever one you, you, you want. Now I'll choose. Let's start with the opportunities. That's more fun. The core opportunities, the borrow with tech and so, medical. Yeah, so medicine is so wide, right? I mean, it's so wide. How many different, um, you know, residencies do you have in medicine? How many different directions can you come at this space? It's so wide. I mean, the opportunities are quite endless. So why aren't there endless solutions out there? <laughs> That's where it meets the complexity. I mean, uh, the, the, it all comes down to, to the risk, right? And eventually, um, you want to do something that will help the patient, that will save their life, improve their life, be a tool for the physician. And, and when you do that, you have risks. Um, your, your product and, you know, has a failure. Um, it's not some downtime and, and, and some, some uh, revenues down the drain. It's, it's people's lives. Um, and that's why you can't, you can't do it in the same way. can't do it in the same way. You have to take into consideration all risks and you have to be very, very meticulous in your process. And for that, we have standards, um, which we work by. Um, and, and yes, it's a slower process and it has a lot of barriers, um, but eventually uh, something that reaches um, the market and works, you know, in the hospital, in the physician's hands is a safe, is a good, is an efficient product. Mm -hmm. Yeah, can you can you give me a, a specific example of something you you've been working on that you know started from you know okay let's let's integrate deep technology into this and and how it actually and and the process you had to go through in order to reach the market and see it take place on, on a real patient. I mean, I can only imagine the the pro, yeah. you know the, the journey the one must go through for that. So, yeah, so let's take you know, an example of of an algorithm, right? Well, there's a lot of algorithms that can be developed for, for medicine and, and an, an algorithm is a piece of software that works on some, some medical imaging. Um, and, and you can actually sometimes develop it you know, pretty fast if you have enough data um, and you have some good infrastructure. Um, but then what you need to do is you have to have a quality system built 
okay, you can't just have your small algo team do some some pipelines and get out an algorithm and get some results. It's not enough. You need to build a quality system according to standards. You need to get audited. You need to have all that in place. And once you have that, then you have the process of validating your algorithm. And it's not enough that it just worked on your training set. So what is your training set made of? You know, does it have enough hospital sources? Does it only cover May Israel or does it have US data? Or does it have different ages? Does it have different disease types? All of this has to be covered um, just to be validated. Once you've done that, that's fine. Now you can go and do some clinical trials. It's not over. You've just validated it, but now you need to see it through the field. And clinical trials, you need hospitals to agree. You need investigators. Um, very, it's very, very costly. Um, and at the end, all this needs to be submitted to the FDA, and that needs to be approved. Then you get re-audited. And then you want to upgrade, and you want to improve your algorithm. So here you go again. And this is why um, this is really a long process sometimes, in, in a matter of years. But, but at the end, when it works, and when you get that feedback from physicians, and I, I came back just last week from a few customer visits, on site, so we're actually in hospitals, in operating rooms, and you're standing there, and you're seeing your product work. You talk to the physicians. It's just an amazing, it's an amazing feedback. I think it's very different from any other field where you can hear a voice of customer. That's amazing. And, you know, if we're looking for a second, zoom out, and we'll zoom in soon. Is let's zooming out to you know, the different opportunities in general that tech has with, with medicine in, in today's, in today's world. Um, you know, what, where, where do you think we're going to be seeing, you know, some really amazing advances over the next few years when it comes to the intersection of tech and, and medical? Um, so first of all, I think the steps will be, will be small and be slow. And this won't be just, you know, these revolutions that will change everything. But, uh, but let's take, for example, uh, Intuitive as an, as an example. The flagship product, this Da Vinci robotic surgery system, it's an amazing science fiction system where the surgeon sits at a console comfortably with a 3D view and controls four arms of a robot um, doing surgery. Um, but this is the base. Now, all of this is a digital system. We collect the video that the surgeon is seeing. We have all the events. We have every motion and everything that was wow. done there recorded. Now that's a platform to do so much. You can give insights to the physician, you can benchmark um, you know, global performance, you could let the physician um, review their procedures, take them to conferences, sit with the patients. The patients get a completely different feedback from the procedure when they can see the video with highlights of where special things, you know, happen. And, and I think this is kind of the next step where with the systems that are operating and are safe and are very effective, we'll have this, you know, additional layer of opportunity just from the data that's being collected. Yeah, I like that. And, you know, so, so zooming into you as a head of the R&D group here, here in Israel, what, what does that actually entail? 
being the head of the R&D so group. So in for- Israel, we're, we're pretty new group. Um, so just about two and a half years ago, started out. Um, this group has been building up and we are part of the uh, digital organization for Intuitive. So we're involved in developing um, all those digital products that are attached to that robotic system. Those that um, co- enable collection of the video, of the data, um, bringing it up to the cloud, enabling all those analytics, enabling um, external doctors to proctor into the OR during the procedure, talk to the operating physician, and then also automate all of the flow within the OR, making it easier for the team, saving them time, saving them mistakes, all around that. So, so that's part of what that's part of what we're doing, and we're focusing on on in Israel site. And you, as a leader of the site, what what is sort of your your vision? You know, leading the you know from from a leadership perspective, and you know on the on the R and D group. So I think you know my my vision is really building a team that can that can be a leader in this in this amazing company. Um, we're working with other teams, but we really want to be those that are taking lead. Uh, you know, doing the cutting edge um, products, and 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 we're getting there. We're building up. Uh, we also have research teams that are working on more advanced uh, algorithmic solutions, and um, and are really trying to build up this team to be to be a substantial, you know, having a substantial impact on the company's products, which we still need to prove. And being a part of a much larger organization, uh, and New York Stock Exchange company, what what, what does that yeah. what does that mean? So Intuitive is is it's, this is in a U.S. corporate, yeah, eleven thousand employees worldwide. It's very large. It's huge, and yet it really kind of has still has that that kind of smaller company feel. I mean, the CEO is is a is an engineer. Is one of the first employees of the company. Wow. Okay, that the chief digital officer is someone that wrote code um, inside those robotic systems when they started out. So when you're talking to these people, it doesn't feel like you're talking to a CEO of a, of a large corporate that doesn't really exactly know. He'll ask you questions that you'll be hard to answer, but it's, it's really fun. And, and the people are amazing, very, very talented, um, very, very good atmosphere and really a a great company to be in. So what opportunities are, is it, is this presenting, you know, being able to lead a group within a larger organization? I mean, not, a lot of people will talk about perhaps the, the, the different uh, challenges that it may present, you know, a large corporate versus a small startup. You've, you've had, you've had the chance to experience uh, both in, in your career with Max, with, with Max QAI and, and Medinol. Well, what are you now with, you know, by being a part of this large company what what opportunities does this present to you as an R&D leader as you're you know trying out different things your access to the right people you know what what are the things that you are yeah, so, you're, you're saying are really meaningful yeah it, it opens up so much i mean when you're working in a startup you 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 know you have your people it's not a large group you have the knowledge that they bring and you always try to get more you try to meet other people other startups maybe meet with some larger companies uh, you don't probably know that from your startup. So here, you know, these people are right there. 
I mean, you have groups who have vast experience. They have connections within hospitals. I mean, for this site visit, you know, we just had to contact all those um, uh, commercial sales reps and are right there in the hospital. And they know the physicians and they know everyone. They can just take you through that. And, and that's something amazing that is very hard to reach when you're a startup. But then again, and we still have these small development groups who are not a huge organization. We can develop and move fast, but we have all of this corporate infrastructure that really gives you access to the things that as a startup, you sometimes only dream of. What is your personal vision for your own contribution through your work? You know, if you're looking at the different things that you get to be part of, what is, what is your, what, what is, what is your own vision for your work here? So you know, my, my passion, you know, we started with a, with a passion around the medical device and what it does and it, the impact of the products um, and, and then the technology. But I think my really basic passion is, is really about people. So for me, my vision is, you know, to take these, you know, young leaders that are now building up these teams and really growing them, really building up the, the people that we have um, to become, you know, just better professionals with that global reach of the company. And for me, that's, you know, that's, that's what gives me satisfaction. That's where I want these people to be. Yeah. And, you know, if you're the show, really it's, it's, then it's about, you know, asking, you know, why do you do what you do? And I think from, from the context here, I'm, I am, I'm definitely hearing a lot of the potential of, of the, of, of the, the, the magnitude of impact that, that you can create through this type of work. If you're zooming into the, the, the day-to-day -day life that you have as, as a leader, as an engineer, as an innovator, what really gets you going? You know, what really are sort of the highlights of your work? So I think, you know, I think it's really part of it is, is, is those connections with the larger corporate. Because first of all, it's, it's, it's new to me and it's, it's very special and intuitive. It, it takes a lot of, you know, hard work, maybe late, late time calls. Um, but when you manage to see um, something connect between teams around the globe coming together and, you know, a solution um, coming to life that four or five teams in completely different locations are working together on, you know, <laughs> that, that's for me is the highlight of the day. And it's very difficult to get there sometimes. Well, what, what is the highlight there? Is it the fact that they're, that they're, you know, dispersed and they're working together? The fact that there's a multi multitude of people working together? What, what, what really is the highlight there? Yeah, the fact that we can bring, you know, so many different people, diverse people, because, you know, you're saying U.S. and Americans, but it's very diverse. There are people from completely different backgrounds. Um, you know, bringing them to work as one team—that's and and seeing that work, you know, that that's for me is a highlight. Nice. And so, to other young entrepreneurs looking to get into tech and medical space, or maybe they are there. But what what have you learned over your years here? that 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 uh, you would pass forward as sort of your own wisdom to other entrepreneurs in the space looking to build great products with you know this uh you know in this type of domain yeah so first of all you know don't be afraid to learn don't be afraid to take your time the medical space things go slow 
it's okay that you go slow. I mean, I did some roles that were, you know, they weren't that shiny, but, but I learned so much. Don't be afraid to take that time, you know, learn from, from, from the bottom um, and, and, and go forward slowly. And, and be ready for that complexity because, you know, it won't be quick rewards. It won't be fast. No, it will be rigorous. It will be hard, but in the end, the satisfaction will be amazing. So be ready for that. Um, be prepared and, and, and it can be done. I love it. Roy, thank you so much for your time and for your, uh, for your energy. I really appreciate it. Best of luck with, with everything that you're doing and make us proud here with the amazing group that you're leading. And I, and, uh, and thank you again for sharing with thank me you. your journey. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you.